This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sunday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. We've got Week 10 almost in the book. We're not completely done with it just yet. Uh, Appreciate you tuning in. I've got you for another hour here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, uh, we're going to talk about one specific game. I try and target one game each week on a Sunday, one that I think is going to have a compelling outing before it's ever played. And then that certainly is the case with the game we're going to talk about here. Went right down to the wire. Close game. Could have gone either way. It went the Washington football team way. And I thought it was going to go the Panthers before it started. But 27-21, Washington walks out of Carolina with a win. Here to give us details on that, a little bit of a breakdown, Jonathan Alexander, who covers the Panthers day in and day out for the Charlotte Observer. Jonathan, Jody Mack here. How are you doing tonight, bud? Good. How are you? Uh, well, uh, good, except that I couldn't pick my nose today. And Carolina was one of the games that I thought I had a good grasp on. I thought that with Cam returning – that that building would have a buzz that would last all four quarters. Give me the start of the game. Was it as electric as I thought it was going to be? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, you know, uh, this Charlotte community loved Cam Newton, and you know they they a lot of a huge part of that fan base hated it when they moved on. You know, some people. You know, did agree with it, but a lot of people hated it. And when he came back and he played in his first game in Bank of America Stadium, man, it was loud out there, especially when Cam Newton got called for the first time in more than two years. So it was crazy. That's what I thought. And I thought they were going to be able to ride that momentum all day. It didn't quite play out that way. They got the first touchdown up 7 nothing. The place is rocking. But then the Washington football team moved the ball against the Panther defense, which, of course, Cam has nothing to do with. But uh, the the defense didn't live up to my expectations today. What was wrong with the Panther D? Yeah, I think that was the biggest surprise um, in one sense. You know, the defense had been playing well. They, you know, they, even though the Cardinals were without, um, you know, their two best players on offense, you know, the Panthers really shut them down. And they had played. They had played well against the Patriots too, who that very next week uh, just blew up Cleveland. Um, but the Panthers defense was playing some of the best football, and then you see Sunday they couldn't stop the run. They gave up 190 yards on the ground, and that's really been the Panthers' Achilles' heel. That running defense, like some games they'll be really good, and then some games they'll be really bad. And this is one of those games where they were really bad, and they couldn't get off the, the defense. Couldn't get off the field because they couldn't stop the run. Washington kept putting together long drives. And you know, Cam Newton in the Panthers' offense only had one offensive drive there in the third quarter. And Washington had like a 14-point swing, and that was all the momentum they needed to, to change that game and, and win it. 
really was. Uh, they scored right before half to get even and then came out and dominated with a long touchdown drive at the start of the third and never gave the lead back to Carolina thereafter. Now, Cam himself, 21-27, that's pretty damn good. 189 yeah. yards, so not a lot of big plays out of Newton, but he did throw two touchdowns and run one touchdown. But here's the thing that uh, worries me, and I said this at the start of the show. Cam's still Cam, and I know what Cam Newton is. That's the reason that he was an MVP candidate. That's the reason why he took a team to a Super Bowl. He's about as dynamic a player as there is in the National Football League. But sometimes he gets caught up with his own dynamic uh, attitude. And he did take off 10 times and run. Some of them were scheduled runs. Some were him trying to get out of the pocket after it collapsed. Or I thought uh, took off a little bit too early and didn't give uh, uh, play a chance to uh, open up and develop. Did you see the same thing that Cam was playing either skittish or a little too Cam-like? That even coming back after being out of the league, that he was a little overconfident in his ability to make plays with his legs. Yeah, a little bit. I think particularly on that on that last play, play uh, where he was set, you know, I thought he, uh, you know, DJ Moore and Brandon Zilster were open there early. And I thought that Cam, you know, probably, you know, on the last play on fourth down, you probably trust what you – you try to try trusting your abilities too much. So he probably had in his mind that he'd run it if the pass wasn't – if he didn't see that first option there and he didn't and he missed more early. I think that will come down with being more comfortable. You know, you got to remember he's only been in this off. He's only been learning this offense for a week and a half. Uh, so I think that there's still some uncomfortability there, especially in that two-minute offense. That was one of the things that he hadn't practiced much of uh, leading up to this game. So, you know, it was actually quite you know impressive what he was able to do in such a short time. But he still has those things to work on, and he 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 has to trust that offense and his progressions and, and, and make those throws when it's there. You mentioned that he's only been back, and it's a fair uh, statement of facts, that he's only mm-hmm. been back with the team 10 days and he only had a, wor- a week to work with the first team offense. But does his skill set fit the Brady uh, offense? Is this something that Brady will be able to adjust to get the boat most out of Cam, because I, uh, you think of Brady's offense, and you think of Joe Burrow, and you think about the early season with Sam Darnold when the Panthers were actually going well. Does he have enough flexibility in his offense to make Cam Newton work in it? I do. You know, I, I think you, you've seen some really creative plays, uh, some play calls uh, with with uh, Brady and Cam, particularly that, that first touchdown by Cam. That was the you know, fake quarterback draw, and the Panthers ran that quarterback draw uh, quite a few times early in the season, and then, you know, Cam pulls it back and throws it to a wide-open DJ Moore. I think Brady has some things up his sleeve, and I think that there's definitely potential there. I think the fact that Cam's legs, the the fact that Cam has legs that he can do stuff on the ground that other quarterbacks can't, I think, um, you know, that opens up more poss- possibilities for Joe Brady's offense. So I think, I think, what you're seeing is you're seeing some potential there. And I think, you know, the the, the biggest issue is that they're, the Panthers don't have as much time as they wouldn't necessarily need. And you only got six games left in the season. Um, and you, you wish you'd have Cam earlier, but, you know, they're making do with what they have. But I, I do think that there's potential there with Cam and Joe Brady. 
All right. Without the uh, victory today, the Panthers go. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. The Panthers go from inside the playoffs as a wild card to outside the playoffs, and it could be that way for the next couple of weeks, just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. How much air was let out of the balloon by today's loss? Do you think they took it well? Is it uh, have they showed themselves to be the kind of team that all right, maybe they're down after a loss, but then they can get back up again? That rules got his finger on the pulse of the team. How did you, if you could get a read after the game? I know you got to do, uh, can't go into the locker room anymore. Got to do stuff via Zoom and the like, and or at a distance with a couple select players. Did you get a read on the Panthers? team emotions after today's loss yeah i I mean cam newton seemed optimistic um you know he he likes you know the players that they have the weapons they have you know he knows that he's still learning and he feels like you know the longer he's in this office the better he can get dante jackson you know took responsibility for his mistakes today and you know he said that they were going to turn it around I, mean, I think that there was more optimism. You know, I think when Sam Darnold was here, there was a lot less, even though they didn't say it, there was a lot less optimism because you see the same thing week in and week out um, with the uh, with Sam Darnold. He just wasn't making the necessary plays and wasn't making smart enough decisions and was just throwing passes and interceptions. And I think what you saw today was, you know, defense had had a little bit of a step back, but they've been solid all season. They think they could get that fixed. And then you got penalties, man, just just crucial penalties, holding penalties. Panthers are the most penalized team in the league. You know, they feel like if, that they beat themselves up. They they feel like they lost this game. It wasn't that Washington was a better team. So I think that's where that optimism from. They feel like if they can clean up the mistakes that they make, that they can be a winning team. I know this is probably foolish on my part because every week in the National Football League, it seems like, games go directions that you had no idea they could possibly go teams with losing records beating teams with winning records and the like but i look at the schedule that the panthers have left miami next week a bye week the falcons the week after and then the final four games at buffalo home tampa at new orleans at tampa Man, that's a tough stretch the last four games so miami and atlanta are two teams that you've got a better record than right now uh, will the coach be able to get them prepped and ready? Because if they're going to make the playoffs, for me, they got to win the next two games. They can't go one and one. If they go on and two, it's lights out, Irene. But for me, they got to win these next two games. Can Rule get them up for these next two contests? I think so. I think they know the gravity of the situation. They know that they really can't lose too many more games if they want to make the playoffs. It's the the margin is so thin. They've played well on the road. They've got they've really gotten up for road games this year. Like we mentioned the Cardinals earlier. Um, they're much better on the road than they are at home. I think they'll win Miami. I think they can beat Atlanta, but Atlanta can beat them, even though Atlanta's playing terribly right now. Um, I think they can beat Atlanta. Um, those last four games, though, are going to be tough, and, and they're going to have to develop some confidence over these next two weeks. Uh, next two or three weeks, uh, if they want to, you know, kind of win, steal some of those games and, and sneak into the playoffs. All right, I want to do you to do a little crystal ball for me, and it's not about the rest of the season and/or if the Carolina Panthers will or won't make the playoffs. No, I'm going further than that. Will Cam Newton be the Carolina Panther quarterback in 2022? Oh wow, uh, that is a that is a crystal ball question. 
I would say, <laughs> I would say that. Oh, you know, I I, I am about fifty fifty. If he has another okay. really good game, then I think they'll try to sign him. But they'll be in a difficult situation given that they have Sam Darnold on the books next year too. But I think they might have to sign Cam. Yeah, it depends on their agreement. Does will Cam sign a short term three two three year deal? Will the Panthers be willing to do that? There's a lot of factors that's gonna be involved. Exactly. I'll, say, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. All right. that's, uh, I, that's what I was hoping to get from you, either a yes or a no. Either way, it's a tough question. It's going to be decided by the next six games. And, oh, by the way, you got to get through those six games. So it was yeah. kind of an unfair crystal ball question, but you manned up and answered it, and I appreciate that greatly. Jonathan, good stuff. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll get you on again down the road. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.